All right, welcome to another one of our My Thoughts recordings. This happens to be my first column that I ever wrote on the 8th of September of 2019. My Thoughts on John Pavlovitz. I'm still not sure what I truly, really think about John Pavlovitz. Through his blog, johnpavlovitz.com, this minister has been very critical of Donald Trump, which is a good thing. But in these columns, he almost seems to be taking his obsession too far. I have seen very good people turn sour over this president, losing sleep in relationships, even causing them to suffer from a form of PTSD. If you look online, you see Michael Rappaport, and that's disturbing. Very close relatives of mine say the Trump presidency has affected them dramatically, inducing much trauma. I've seen these good people show shades of anger that have surprised and even saddened me. This causes me to hate the president more as he is directly causing the suffering of those I dearly love. Even though I believe Pastor John to be a very sensitive and good human being, just knowing him through his columns, that is, I believe he could be enabling us to be locked in on hatred of one man when we should be focused more on a world or society that makes such political cancers possible. Just look at what's happening in Great Britain with Boris Johnson's phenomenon. We need to be really honest with ourselves and evaluate how the world is changing us and at the same time evaluate our responsibilities to the world and our community. My opinion is that Mr. Trump is an awful human being, but he is also just a symptom of a world lacking more empathy, understanding, and kindness. We should have the courage to look at that dynamic closely, very closely. I can kind of understand my good friend Craig's comments about being put off by ministers who are too political. With politics comes anger. I responded to one of Pavlovitz's tweets once saying he needs to concentrate more on kindness and engaging with the other side for the sake of understanding. I have yet to receive a response. Once people become a phenomenon with a whole league of followers, of loyal followers, they tend to just listen too much to their own fans and not those offering constructive criticism. This could be narcissists staring too deeply into the pond, I guess. This is ironic because I agree with over 99% of what John says about religion, political correctness, gun safety, democracy, decency in politics, and so on, but I think he has allowed his ego to take over a bit too much. According to johnpavlovitz.com, Pavlovitz is a writer, pastor, activist from Wake Forest, North Carolina. In the past four years, his blog called Stuff That Needs To Be Said has reached a diverse worldwide audience. A 20-year veteran in the trenches of local church ministry, John appears committed to equality, diversity, and justice, both inside and outside faith communities. In 2017, he released his first book, A Bigger Table. His new book is called Hope in Other Superpowers, which I have a copy of. John says a lot of interesting things most of the time. I'm feeling a form of anger after reading his columns, though. I wonder why this is. I agree with him on so many fronts. Why would I be critical of him at all? He says some real cool stuff, like the following, and I'm sure he's super popular with the young people. He writes, quote, As a Christian and pastor, I have no aversion to prayer, but in the face of injustice and suffering, prayer without some kind of behavioral change or measurable movement is not something I'm at all interested in. Whether religious or not, heroic people move from burden to action, from heart to hand, 
and they evolve from simply feeling empathy to tangibly expressing compassion. The people who are the difference makers don't wait for someone else to stand up to corrupt power or oppose unjust legislation or advocate for people who are hurting so they can join in. They stand up and oppose and advocate regardless of the cost. A recent quote from Stuff That Needs To Be Said, however, seems to indict millions of people and sow some division. That's an understatement. This administration, he says, and its supporters have shown themselves to be largely bereft of empathy, of any empathy for the poor, the sick, the marginalized, for foreigners, for outsiders, for the wounded, for diverse life. He writes in a recent post, quote, they don't deserve to claim ownership of the living. Well, a lot of our politics these days seems to be based on anger and the my team against your team philosophy, us against them. It's just very concerning that John's writings could be somehow feeding into this anger and not always appealing to reason and compassion. A former pastor of our Emmanuel Trinity Lutheran Church once said something very brilliant. He said that good deeds are not done by walking into a church. They are done by walking out and helping others. John, can you please work on gracefully crossing the political aisle and helping others? Thank you. So those are my thoughts on uh, John Pavlovitz. And since then, I've been sort of crystallizing my thoughts on on uh, this extremism, this backfiring from this anti-Trump can almost be worse because if we climb into the vulgarity and play Trump's games, and his mafia games against him, then who's the better? Uh, one p- particularly disturbing example is Michael Rappaport, the actor who is totally gone unhinged um, using gangster language and trying to prove some kind of point. Uh, so look for a future column on Rappaport and uh, some of those things going on. So I guess the lesson here, uh, the lesson for myself that I hope people are catching on to as well, is that you can't uh, defeat evil with more evil. Pretty much that's it. Have a good day.